This is Anna Falcon, and you're listening to the Flip by Her podcast. I'm a teacher, a real estate investor, a business owner, and a mom of three. Join me as I share my journey in hopes to inspire you to live the life you envision. In this space, I'll teach you everything I know about real estate investing, the good, the bad, the in-between, and how do I find success in this male-dominated field. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. Hi everyone, Anna here with Flip by Her, and today's episode is a fun one. Today I talked to you about my Airbnb properties, and I'm going to show you guys a few things. But before I start showing you stuff, I want to discuss really quick why I got into Airbnb and how I manage my properties and just maybe three takeaways from my experience as an Airbnb host. So let's start with why I got into Airbnb. I was already a landlord and I wanted to generate more income. Uh, So at my house, I converted a space Uh, into a efficiency or what some people call studio apartment. So this area in my house that I converted, I um, added a bathroom to that area. I had to do some framing, plumbing, electrical. I had to do a bunch of stuff. It was a big project, but um, I converted the area, that specific area of my house to be a private entry, self-contained studio efficiency which I do rent out to travel nurses. Um, So that is how I got into Airbnb, except that, funny enough, that room, I don't even list it on Airbnb website anymore. I list it somewhere else. Um, But I have been an Airbnb host now for over a year, and uh, I've been hosting nurses now for almost a full year, I think definitely a full year. Jesus, we're in April already. So yeah, I've been hosting for over a year on various platforms um, to numerous types of of guests, of renters. And on Airbnb, I have seven doors currently on that platform. Um, Some of the things that I want you guys to understand, uh, the reality, you want to be an Airbnb host, you want to make income. Well, there's this word passive that's being tossed around all over the place. Passive is when you do nothing and your money makes money. That's passive. When your money makes its own money by itself, it's passive, okay? Um, Airbnb, having an Airbnb and being an Airbnb host is not passive, especially for the greater majority of us that we are DIY hosts, like, you know, you only have one door or you have two doors or maybe you have... Uh, seven doors or 10 doors and you do it yourself, meaning you don't have a property management company uh, or an Airbnb property management service. Okay. If you yourself are answering the messages on Airbnb and you yourself are cleaning your properties, or maybe you have to hire a cleaner, but you yourself have your hands in there, uh, you are not making passive income. You are working. It is a business. Okay. And to have an Airbnb, it's a pretty tasking. Um, and you know, some of you have properties in tourist towns. I have, my properties are not in tourist towns. Most of my guests are here on work assignments um, or they're students you know, in grad school doing a program, things of that nature. 
but it's it's a business. It's not passive. Okay, it's and it's a lot of work to do it the right way to do it successfully. The next thing that I want you guys to understand very well, especially those of you that are considering doing, I want to do Airbnb. Okay, that's great. Um, but you should probably do some research on market saturation. Right now, I don't have exact figures for you. Plus, some of you are watching, you know, from out of the country. Like, look at market saturation in your local area, wherever you want to have that Airbnb. How many units are available? Uh, what do the rents go for? You know, when your supply is greater than the demand, hosts are losing money. So, uh, the other thing that hosts are doing, you know, with the market saturation um, is there's not a supply available for renters. And this is why many, many, many municipalities now are meeting and they are implementing rules and regulations onto Airbnb hosts um, because we are running a business. So but we're taking doors away from the community. You know, the community still has the same amount of families, still has the same amount of renters, still has the same amount of young adults that are moving out and finding a place to live. Well, uh, now all of a sudden in some areas, Airbnb surpasses 20% of what's available, then that's an issue. So watch the market saturation, understand the market saturation. Don't just use the information that's available on AirDNA. Uh, don't just use that information, you know, just do more in depth, go on VRBO, see what's available in the area that you want to have an Airbnb in, go on the Airbnb app and see what's in there, go on, on different sites and see, okay, wow, I want to stay in uh, San Diego, California, and I'm going to go in and I'm going to, you know, put San Diego, California. And if I see I don't know, 1,900 listings pop up that are available for the weekend that I want to go. I think that that's an issue, okay? So, and I think that you're going to be losing money in a market like that. So watch the market. The third tip that some people, you know, they just, I don't know why they don't know this or they find out, you know, when they're already too deep in. Um, it's It takes money to to make money. It takes money. You have to spend a good amount of money to be a successful host. Okay. You can't just go, no offense, but to Walmart and get the cheapest stuff and put it in your Airbnb and charge a hundred dollars a night for your Airbnb and think that you're going to get rave reviews. You're not, it's not, that's not okay. Um, when people go to an Airbnb over, when you pick an Airbnb property over a hotel, or a resort is because you're looking for certain conveniences, maybe like a kitchen and a yard or something like that. But when someone looks for an Airbnb, say some of you's Airbnb is priced very highly. Well, you know, we expect good quality sheets and clean towels and a clean place. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. But What's happening is with the market saturation of, of these new hosts and just anybody that wants to make a quick buck, you have a lot of hosts that are charging ridiculous cleaning fees and they have all these bogus fees attached to the reservation and then the guest gets there and the property is not even up to par and they paid, you know, good amount of money, whatever they ended up paying for it. And it gives other it gives a reputation 
to the brand. So right now it's no secret that Airbnb does not have a very, very good reputation. And it's because this surplus of hosts and a lot of those hosts are greedy hosts. A lot of them are not all of them, but a lot of them are. And so it's, it makes it hard for other hosts to hone in on their craft and to even get a chance because, you know, there's this whole movement now of uh, Airbnb bust, I think it's what it's called. So um, do I think that there's issues with Airbnb? Yes. Am I completely 100% happy with it? No, not at all. I mean, I'm not very happy with Airbnb. Um, I'm doing well, but I, I don't like a lot of the consequences and a lot of the issues that they can cause and have caused. Um, but every host is not like me. And so, you know, decide what host you want to be. I always err on the side of being kind and doing the right thing. But, you know, you do you. But it takes money to uh, make money. And so please have clean towels, clean linens, you know, nicer, higher quality stuff, you know, not the cheapest stuff. Have better quality things, clean house, better quality stuff. Well, the cleaning thing. So in order for you to have a successful Airbnb and if you have multiple doors like I do, it's hard to have a team that is consistent, okay? So a lot of you are, um, you're running your Airbnb, you are paying a cleaner and you're charging the cleaning fee of the cleaner, you're offsetting it off to the guests. I don't have cleaning fees. I do not assess cleaning fees. I built the cleaning fee kind of into the night a little bit, not really, but I clean my own properties because if I have to pay a cleaner, they're gonna charge me, what, a hundred bucks every time they come to the house which means I'm gonna have to charge a ridiculous amount of money per night, which I'm not doing that. I'm providing a service, I'm providing short-term respite for who needs it in the area. In my area, there's I think there's less than five hotels within a 10 mile radius. Like there's no suitable short-term housing available in my area. You have to go you know, drive out 20 minutes or so to find some things. Uh, and it's much more expensive. My rate is very low. And it's because um, I mostly cater to students, nurses, uh, and people that, you know, are coming in the area to work. I have some college parents. I live right next to a university. Some of them come through. But turnovers are serious, okay? It takes one complaint to Airbnb before they are, you know, just jumping down your back, like, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You know, the guest is complaining. The guest is this, the guest is that. So um, watch your turnovers. If you hire a cleaning service, you need to be looking after your cleaner, uh, unless for a fact that you know that your cleaner is doing a good job, but it's not passive, guys. Everything about this is a business. So I'm gonna show you mine. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and feel inspired to go out there and kick ass. For some of you, that might just mean that you're going to get out of your own head. You're going to put your goals on paper and you're going to take a step today. No dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Do it today. Lastly, I encourage you to follow me on my Facebook page at Flip by Her or go on my website, flippedbyher.com. Send me your messages. What questions do you have that I might feature on a next episode? See you soon.